Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> so glad to catch up with you again today. I uh, want to kind of pick up where we've been playing around lately. Last week, I said something as we were closing. I said that simple shifts of perspective produce tipping points of progress. Simple shifts of perspective produce tipping points of progress. What in the world? Here's the thing, guys. Um, the other the other phrase I play with, I'm always playing with words. I, I just try to say things in ways that'll catch your attention and make you think. But uh, mind shift mojo. You know, mojo is like get your mojo. You know, it's kind of your 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 you're on your game. You're in the zone. You're you're performing at top motivation and whatever. Mind shift mojo. Most of us are a simple shift of perspective away from a whole new way of living. And um, sometimes that's, you know, if you just did that, sometimes that's all it is. All it is is a simple shift of perspective. Um, One time, uh, you know, uh, my wife and I were sitting on the couch. I probably told this story before. um, And uh, I had my daughter's permission to tell the story, by the way. But we were sitting on the couch watching something. I don't remember. American Idol or something. I don't know. And my phone rings, and it's my daughter in Texas who had moved out there very courageously to uh, work on her master's, get her master's degree at the University of Texas. And, um, you know, she basically moved alone. She uh, had a friend, but that kind of went south functionally, not the friendship. But um, bottom line is, you know, that first that first you know, I don't know, a year or so was kind of rough. So, you know, we would, you know, I'm a counselor. And so we would spend time on phone calls, um, just kind of helping her walk through the challenges of being out there away from her friends and family and all that kind of stuff. So we're sitting on the couch and we get a call and um, it's my daughter, Ruth, out in Texas. And um, gosh, this is, I don't know how many years ago. I don't know, somewhere around 10, maybe, I don't know. But, um, yeah, something like that. But, um, so, you know, to be honest with you, I'm thinking, okay, I could, I could, you know, kind of, you know, reject the call and call her back in a little bit, or I could just pause the show and, you know, so I answer. Bottom line is my, my daughter's not having a great day. And here's what she basically says in some form. Last week, good week, this week, crying every day. Last week, good week, this week, crying every day. And in other words, something had shifted to where her experience of her day-to-day reality was good last week, not so good this week. And I knew, you know, it wasn't the stock market, it wasn't the real estate, it wasn't whatever, because, you know, uh, she didn't have any of that. And I knew it wasn't a relationship issue because, um, uh, whatever, I was was pretty sure that wasn't the case. So... uh, you know, and you've heard me say this, have you ever tried to give a pill to a cat? Meaning, have you ever tried to help somebody wrestle with a truth that is really, really, really going to be helpful, but it's, you know, it's a little hard going down. So basically what I said to my daughter was, darling, from last week to this week, what shifted is something between your ears. In other words, what shifted is somehow, some way, the way you're thinking about life has changed. 
And, uh, you know, it could have been triggered by an event, a circumstance, a relational thing. But somehow, the way you're thinking. And uh, to my, you know, pleasure, my daughter uh, kind of agreed. She's like, okay, that makes sense. Pretty much. And in a sense, what I was saying to her is, your perspective has changed. In other words, last week you were looking at the adventure of being out there, the excitement, the challenges, and you were like, you know, God, you and I can do this. And for, for in whatever way, and I don't remember the exact details of what she might have said, but in some manner, shape, or form, her perspective has shifted. Now, here's a really important thought. Perspective, sometimes we don't define words well, and, and, and I know that sounds a little nerdy, but you need to know what words mean to if you're going to use them. So perspective is the angle from which you view something. I can view something from up here down. I can view something from down here up. I can view something sideways. In other words, the angle. What what seat am I sitting in when I view this? So um, I knew her perspective, the way she was looking at, thinking about, and interpreting her life to herself. I hope you're listening, because this is where we get in trouble, you, me, is a lot of times a situation may generally, genuinely happen that is shaking some our, our peace, our joy, our whatever. But our perspective, the angle from which we view it, has more impact than the event itself. That is so important. Our perspective, the angle from which we view it, has more impact on us, on how we feel and how we act, and therefore how this thing plays out, than the actual event itself. So as we as we talked further, and and, and my wife, my wife, my daughter had kind of gotten it. I said, "Well, you know, honestly, I pray like God, give me something practical to help her." And uh, I felt like God gave me three questions to, to help her with. And the three questions are kind of where I wanted to go today about toxins. Remember, we've been talking about toxins. Well, these three questions will help you identify what I would call some core or root toxins, right? So three questions. Number one, last week, great week, this week, not doing well perspective had shifted, right? So here's the three questions. And we're journalers, so I asked my daughter to journal. Question number one, how do I see God? How do I see God? Do you see God, you know, like mad, disappointed? Do you see God, um, you know, like with his kind of back turned towards you? Um, are you looking at God through circumstances? Like, uh, I've been kind of wanting to talk to you about these two words and how we use them. If, then. You know, God, if you loved me, then blank. This would happen. Maybe you're praying about a situation. And, 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 and consciously or not, what you're saying to God is something like this. Well, God, if you really loved me, then you'd heal this person. You'd fix this relationship. You'd make life easier in this area. Now here's the problem. You 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 you're using if you're questioning something and making this then con a condition of believing this. 
In other words, okay, if you love me, God, you would do this. Well, let's say God does this. Well, then apparently you, you've kind of cornered God, you might say, and your, your confidence, your faith in his love is based on him doing what you think he ought to do. There are lots of problems with that. Uh, like, at the very least, obviously, he knows better than we do. But the point is, how do you, how do you see God right this second? What are you questioning about him, his attitude toward you, his perspective of you? How is he looking at you? And that was probably number two. Question number two, how do I see myself? How do I see God? How do I see myself? And gosh, we could we could spend a month, if not more, talking about all the different reasons our perspective of ourselves, the angle from which we view something, is affected by little half truths. Remember what I started with today, how simple shifts of perspective can produce tipping points of progress. Um, just simple shifts. Um, I've told you, my dad would say, you're lazy, you'll never amount to anything. Well, the shift of perspective wasn't, no, that's not true. I'm the hardest working person God's ever created. The simple shift was, you know what? I am kind of relaxed and laid back. But it's because of what God's called me to do. I love the way God made me. I love the way uh, um, I, I interact with the day and what it contains and the people I'm going to encounter and all that. Now, does it make me better or worse at certain things? Maybe it does, but here's the deal, man. My perspective shifted and it produced, wow, a tipping point of progress that I've enjoyed for decades now. So how do I see God? How do I see myself? Third question, what do I have to do to please him and get my needs met? Here's that if then again. If I do blah, 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 then God will be pleased with me. If I pray enough, if I read the word enough, if I whatever enough, then God will be pleased with me. Well, here's the deal, guys. If then in that context doesn't work, because here's the thing. God loves you, period. He doesn't love you if. He doesn't love you when. He doesn't love you because. He loves you, period. And that is an anchoring core belief, thought, truth, reality. And when, it, when your perspective of it shifts to where it's a settled, like deep in you reality, God loves me. No matter what's going on around me, how I've messed up, somebody else has messed up, things are good, things are not good. The bottom line is God loves me period. And when that reality settles, it changes some of those if-thens. And um, so what we're going to continue to talk about is toxins. And I believe perspective can become a toxin if we're not careful. Love you guys. Look forward to seeing you again next week. All right. Bye.